Hi everyone and welcome to Kata Chat. Once again, welcome to Kata Chat and for this week I'm changing the format a little bit. To begin with, I'm going to be talking about how my week has been going and then we're going to be getting into the movie that we're going to be talking about. To begin with, this week has kind of been a bit of a roller coaster ride. My school was transferred into online schooling, so that's new, so I have to adapt to that. But it happened in the middle of the week on um, Thursday, that's when we started. And, you know, that Wednesday I ended up having a math test, so that was very stressful. But it has been okay so far. This week has been... Um, a little stressful, but for the most part, pretty okay. And if you want to let me know how your week has been going or any questions or concerns, you can follow me on Twitter at kata underscore chat or at my email at katacchat at gmail.com. All of these will be in the description of the podcast. So let's just get into the movie. So this week, I will be covering the 2018 Canadian thriller film, What Keeps You Alive. This part of the podcast will be non-spoilery, so continue on, and I will warn you when we get to spoilers. So the synopsis of the film is, Jackie and Jules are a couple celebrating their first anniversary at a secluded cabin in the woods belonging to Jackie's family. From the moment they arrive, something changes in Jules' normally loving wife as Jackie begins to reveal a previously unknown dark side, all building up to a shocking revelation that will pit Jules against the woman she loves in a terrifying fight to survive. So a bit of background on the movie, it was directed and written by Colin Miniham, and you might know him from Grave Encounters. It stars Hannah Emily Anderson as Jackie and Brittany Allen as Jules. Um, they both starred in uh, the 2017 version of Jigsaw. And fun fact, Brittany Allen composed the score for the entire film. So the movie actually runs for 98 minutes or an hour and 38 minutes. So a pretty decently long movie. Um, it was actually originally pinned to be a straight couple, but they changed it to a lesbian couple for some reason. But I'm really glad they did because in the horror genre, um, people in the LGBTQ community need a lot more representation than they do. Other than just being killed off in the first 10 minutes. Another queer film that I can think of is The Perfection that I think came out on Netflix last year in 2019. I might talk about it one day, but this week we are talking about What Keeps You Alive. Um, this movie has pretty mixed reviews. On IMDb, it has a 5.7 out of 10, and on Rotten Tomatoes, it has an 82%. This makes sense. I feel like this movie is one of those that some people might totally like and some people might totally hate. Um, I personally really like the movie, but it isn't one of those movies that I would watch over and over again. I probably would keep it to watching it one time and then probably forgetting about it. There's not much more information that I could find about the movie, so we are just going to jump into the spoilery part of the podcast where we discuss the movie, what happens in it, and some notes that I wrote down while I watched it. Okay, let's get into it. So the movie starts off pretty simple. We start out by seeing 
that the two women, Jackie and Jules, driving up to a remote cabin where they're going to spend their first wedding anniversary at. So we find out pretty quickly that the cabin belongs to Jackie's family, and we basically just go through the most of the entire cabin and just... Jules is describing how beautiful it is, and in my notes, and two minutes into the movie, we get Jules' weird reaction to a bear. So basically, there's a bear on the wall, and she just looks at it very strange, and then we have an ass smack. <laughs> okay. So we see Jules walking around the entire house, and then she starts to call out for Jackie, and she wants to ask her uh, about the house or whatever. So she keeps calling her name and Jackie doesn't come. So she walks outside and then we see Jackie weirdly uh, just staring at the lake. So I'll get back to this part where she's weirdly staring at the lake in a bit. But um, we're just going to go to the next part. So the next thing that we see is them sitting in the living room of a cabin and Jackie starts playing a creepy ass song. So it really weirds out Jules, so she makes her stop, and then they start making out. The thing about this scene is that if, spoiler, if Jackie is, you know, planning to kill Jules, why would she want to creep her out so early into the trip? Like, you want it to be unconspicuous. You don't want her to know that you're going to kill her, right? So why would you sing this creepy-ass song? And make her worried, nervous, or, you know, freaked out. Anyway, they start making out, and then they hear a car pull up. So Jackie goes to check out who was in the car, and it turns out that it is a childhood friend of hers named Sarah who was coming in to check on the cabin because the year before it had been broken into. So by this interaction, we find out that Jackie actually isn't Jackie, and her original name is Megan. So Jules is obviously angry about this. So the next scene is we see her running, and she finds this wrecked boat. And then creepily and like instantaneously, we see Jackie pop up, and they take a ride in the boat. And... Jackie is explaining that she never liked the name and she decided to change it after she found out that she was queer and she just wanted a new identity. And Jules was visibly unsatisfied with the answer. And when they're on the boat, just to warn you guys, the camera is very shaky and it kind of made me sick. So, just to warn you guys. So the next scene is Jackie and Jules are... Uh, having some target practice and Jules is just terrible at it and Jackie hits every single can that they're shooting at and this really surprises Jules so that's another red flag and then Jackie talks about the bear that she killed the bear that was on the wall and this is the scene where we get the title of the movie where she Jackie uh, tells Jules a quote that her dad said, you only kill what keeps you alive. So that's where the title comes from. And she basically explains that she was out hunting in the woods with her friend and her dad. And uh, she got lost and she basically shot a bear. 
and the bear was alive so she stabbed it and it died and then she came back she showed her dad and they basically ate every piece of that bear so we get a little bit of background on uh jackie which we find out that jules never really doesn't really know that much about jackie's past which i find really strange because they've been married for a year and i presume have been dating a time before that the next thing that happens is we see jules uh by herself she gets a message from jackie saying that she is out of town and she's picking up a few things so she decides to take that boat that she saw and row it all the way to the other side of the lake and this is a pretty big lake so she rolled the whole thing to go visit Sarah I don't I don't understand this part because she honestly she probably could have walked the shore of the lake and it would have been way easier and less strenuous but movie logic I guess so she visits Sarah and her husband Daniel and her husband Daniel had really weird vibes in this part he was just kind of creepy and I was like oh no this ain't good but he ended up just being a uh, an idiot. So in the scene where Jules is in Sarah's cabin, we see um, a picture of three girls who turns out to be Jenny, Sarah, and Jackie, also known as Megan. And Jules asked about the picture, and Sarah basically says, "Oh, that's uh, that's Jenny. She ended up passing away." two weeks after this photo and she was surprised that Jackie or Megan never said anything about it so so that makes Jules even more suspicious of her wife so Jackie and Jules go on a hike and Jules confronts her about the whole Jenny situation and asks her why she never told her and Jackie explains to her that she believed that it's her fault that Jenny drowned but the police uh, cleared her of any wrongdoing. So, of course, Jules, as a loving wife, uh, says sorry and you know, consoles her wife. And moments later, while they walk to this cliff and Jules is explaining uh, how beautiful the view is, Jackie pushes her off the edge of the cliff. So then we see Jules' mangled up body at the bottom of this cliff, and Jackie is just so nonchalant. She walks back to the cabin, and we see her acting out how she's going to act on the phone to the police. And at this point, I'm just like, well, I'm pretty sure the police would be able to tell that it had been a few hours since her death. So... So that part is just movie logic. And then we see Jackie walking back to the scene of the crime. And guess who isn't there anymore? Jules. So the next scene is Jules dragging herself away. And intertwined with that is uh, both Jackie and Jules in bed uh, talking about animal noises. And it's this weird thing where she's like, I'm a crow, and she's making a weird crow noise. And I don't really understand it, but it just came back in the movie, so I guess it serves some purpose. And then we see, so we see Jules uh, continue to go through the woods, 
And then we hear Jackie calling out to her, uh, apologizing and saying that everything's going to be okay. But this is very important because this is when Jules finds out that her wife is insane. Because like an off switch, one second Jackie is apologizing and then the next second she is sighing. It's just amazing. And we see Jules freak out in realizing that she married a complete psycho so we have the scene in the night where Jules is hiding and she is basically hearing Jenny saying that she is going to end up finding her and you know that must have been pretty scary but she uh, persists through the night and she survives and she ends up uh, finding the cabin again and she stitches her ba- uh, herself up again. And one note that I have from this scene is that she says, My spleen isn't ruptured. And uh, at this point in the movie, I was really questioning what her medical background was. And why she knew her spleen wasn't ruptured. So I was like, is she a nurse? But it, it comes up again uh, saying in a scene where... Jackie is talking to Jules and she's saying, why aren't you a doctor again? So my guess is that she wanted to be a doctor, but she wasn't able to. So we see her patch herself up and then Jackie comes back and she jumps out the window. I don't know how she got out, but she got out and she decides to row all the way to Sarah's house across the lake once again with her broken finger and screwed up ankles and even though she knows that Jackie is a good shot and has a gun she decides to take the chance and go out into the open lake where she could have easily been shot so of course Jackie spots her and there's another boat that Jackie gets into and she rows to her and they basically have a fight but Jackie ends up overpowering uh, Jules, and she is once again captive. But they are screaming, and that alerts the attention of Sarah's husband, Daniel, and they were going to actually have dinner the next day, but Jules uh, screams out and says, actually, we can't have it tomorrow. Let's have it tonight. So they move the dinner to tonight. And... Jackie uh, threatens Jules that if she says anything to the dinner guests that she will kill Sarah. So then we see both of them really dolled up and Sarah and Daniel come to the house. And during the dinner scene, Sarah asks Jules when she knew she fell in love with Jackie. And this scene is just so awkward and off-putting. I really can't describe it. She is just saying these little things to Jackie, um, trying to convince her not to kill her, but Jackie is a psychopath, so she doesn't care. So then we see, uh, Jackie and Daniel outside, and they're talking, but she notices that Jules is saying something to Sarah. So that makes her angry and she cuts Daniel's throat and then has a chase with Sarah, but Sarah ends up being stabbed. 
though Jackie puts all of this blame on Jewel, saying that it's her fault that they're both dead. And then we see that the house is covered in plastic wrap and Jackie gets an axe and starts to cut up Daniel's body. So Jackie forces Jules to clean up all the blood in the house and Jackie asks why she was doing this and if something was wrong with her parents, something that her dad did that made her like this, but Jackie says it's nature, not nurture. And then the next scene is very Patrick Bateman-y <laughs> from American Psycho, where we see Jackie cleaning up uh, the murder scene, wiping the axe off that she used to cut up the bodies uh, in a black light, her taking a shower. I really like this scene, but it seemed a little bit out of place. And she is playing beethoven on the piano so we see the bodies be dumped into the lake and we see jewels be tied up to the bedpost and then we have this dream sequence where she is about to stab jackie but then it turns out that she is actually stuck and then it's the next morning and jackie is telling jewels to eat because they might do an autopsy and once again, she has bruises all over her body. And Jackie is also going to take out the stitches that Jewel had in her body. But at the very least, if the police found her body and they found all these old bruises, they would at least charge her with domestic abuse. It's like, how did your wife get these bruises on her face, her thighs, wherever? that are a few days older than her dead body. This is another plot hole that I you can't miss. Like the police would most definitely find out that she killed her wife. And Jules is in the living room again and she sees a little box behind the bear head. So she gets the box and inside she sees six necklaces, all from previous wives. Jules had also gotten one earlier in the movie, so that's why we know she gives it to special, on special occasions, or, you know, to special people. So, with this logic in the movie, Jackie has killed six of her wives. The police would 100% know that she killed them. You can't have that bad of luck. You get married six times, and each time your wives end up being dead, missing whatever happened to them, there's just no possible way that the police would not be suspicious of Jackie and would even let her get married again. It just seems too dangerous, and this is just so dumb. So the next scene is Jackie is driving Jules back to the cliff so she can push her off again. But it turns out that Jules has a tranquilizer dart and she stabs her wife in the neck. So she starts running and Jackie is falling behind. But right before they get to the cliff, Jackie falls down and is passed out. So Jules goes back to the car and she's driving away. And then this stupid crow scene from earlier comes back in and she's like, I need a cool redemption. 
So she drives back to the cabin and she starts playing rock music, trying to get Jackie's attention and trying to kill her. So it works. Like later we see Jackie come back to the cabin and there's this really cool scene. This is definitely my favorite scene in the movie. It's a one track shot of Jackie's perspective going through the house and then it goes to her face. It's so cool. So then we see Jules with a gun, but they end up getting into a fight. And once again, Jackie has the upper hand and knocks out Jules again. So we see Jackie dragging Jules' body back to the cliff. And it turns out that she's still awake. But then Jackie can still pushes her off the cliff. And we just assume that she's dead. So at this point... Jackie is pretty confident that Jules is dead, so she makes her fake-ass, uh, crying police call, and the police are, you know, on their way, whatever. But, uh, Jackie, who is diabetic, uh, needs to take, um, a shot of insulin. So, she goes back to the cabin, she takes her insulin, and she finds out through a video that Jules left saying that just in case she died, that she put hydrogen peroxide into the insulin and that that would cause blood clots in Jackie's system and that she would have a stroke. So, of course, Jackie, this is the first time we see her freaked out. She's freaked out and she starts running in the woods and then she collapses and dies via stroke. And I don't think this is possible because the hydrogen peroxide in stores, I'm not sure if it's strong enough to actually cause blood clots. But, once again, movie logic, so she dies. So then we're back to Jules, and we see her lying down at the bottom of the cliff. She is looking deader than ever, with her eyes open. And then, but then we cut to the overhead of trees, and then right at the end of the movie we hear a very sharp breath. So we are going to assume that she actually survived and that Jackie did get what she deserved. So that's basically the entire movie. I just want to thank everyone for listening. This has been so much fun. And as you can tell, this is a lot longer than last week's. And if you haven't heard last week's, then you should go do that. It is only 11 minutes long, so it shouldn't take up too much of your time. I covered the movie The Farm. Very strange movie. But if you have any questions, you can ask me on Twitter at kata underscore chat or in my email katacchat at gmail.com. Anyway, this has been your host Kata, and I hope that you have a very good week.